Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Rosh Hashanah Dafyod Zayin Amr Aleph near the bottom of the Amud, continuing with our agadic analysis of Rosh Hashanah, Yimei Hadin, etc. Amar Rava, Kol Ma'avir Al Midotav Ma'avirin Lo Al Kopshav. Anybody who is easygoing and doesn't stand on his own rights from heaven, they uh, forgive him for his sins. Shneimar No Se'avon Ve'avir Pasha in the famous pasuk at the end of Micha. He bears iniquities and is overall pasha, and the read is leminis roseavon the mishoval pasha, meaning God will bear the sins of somebody who himself is forgiving to others. Story: He was sick. So and Rapapa were colleagues. Rapapa came to visit him. He saw that he was very sick. He thought he was dying. He said to the people around, prepare him food for the way, which means prepare his tachrichim, his shrouds. In the end, Ravun Rav Yeshua got better. Papa was embarrassed to look at him because it looked like he was um, calling his lights out a little early. So the friends asked Ravun Rav Yeshua, what did you see when you were almost dead? I really was almost dead. And I heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying to them, <coughs> meaning the ones who were in charge, since Ravuna Yeshua does not stand on his own rights, don't you exact punishment from him now, let him go, and I was back. And the same drasha. Okay, the Shavit Nachlato, the rest of the next part of that Pasuk is to the remainder of his, of his legacy, of his inheritance. Which means literally this is a fine fat tail with a, with a thorn in it. It's a beautiful idea with a bitter part. Shavit Nachlato, Nachlato. He forgives Shavit Nachlato, but not all, all of his people. Meaning, only somebody who treats himself like he's Shirayim, like he's a nothing. Not like he's uh, very important. Ravuna Rami, Ktiv, Tzadikadunam, Chodrachav, Ktiv, Chasid, Bechomasav, in the same Pasuk in Tilal David, says that God is just and God is kind. Which is it? The answer is Betchilat, Tzadik. First he starts out just, measuring justice, Vasov, Chasid, but in the end, he puts in a measure of kindness. Vaza Rami, Ktiv, Chasid, Ktiv, Kiatad, Shalim, Lishkamasayu. You, uh, are filled with kindness, and you pay back a man as per his deeds. It starts out with him paying us back uh, tit for tat. And then he's filled with kindness. He had a different challenge, but the same idea. In the same phrase. What is he, filled with kindness or truth? So there's always this the resolution, the reconciliation of all of these contradictions is that first the beginning of the deen is stern, but then God mixes in compassion. A very famous drasha, God passed over in front of Moshe and he cried out, We could never say such a thing if it were not for the fact that it's written. And what's happening is he's interpreting the word vayavor in the rabbinic idiom of overlivriativat. He kind of wrapped himself like a shliach tzibur. He showed Moshe how to pray. Anytime in Israel sin, they should perform this in front of me, and I will then forgive them. Notice, it doesn't say, but rather, 
And so the preferred explanation here is that when Bnei Yisrael behave this way, Rachum, Vechanun, Archapayim, be patient with each other, be forgiving to each other, then I'll forgive them. Okay, the Midot famously started, a huge machlokot about how to count the 13 Midot, where the words break down. Hashem, Hashem. So what's that? Ani kodem adam, ani adam. I am the same God before and after man sins. One of the interpretations of that, of course, is that our sins don't change who God is. The effect is on us. Salvation, of course, is a beautiful piece in Allah Tshuva on this, on this piece. We have a breed that these midot will not come back empty, meaning that God will stand by them. <coughs> After the uh, these midot are read, he says, making a breed. So the read is this breed is about those words of compassion. How great is Tshuva? That it can rip up a Gzar Din. Excuse me. The people are thick and, and, and dull and insensitive because if they were to see and to hear and they would understand, they would return and they would be healed. In other words, if you do tshuva, you can rip all that up. Maybe that's before there was a gzardin. It says he'll be healed. What needs healing? There's already a gzardin. You need to be saved from it. And they could be saved from it if they were to only listen. Watch this challenge. If somebody does tshuva, then they forgive him, but if not... Then he could bring all the korban out in the world too late. So lokash habi yachid abet sibur. Yes, an individual really does have a cutoff time, but the sibur can call out at any time. Meitavei and the other one, the rachaba. God's eyes are on the land. Itim l'tovah, itim l'ras. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes not so good. Itim l'tovah, kitzad. How does that work? Reisha Yisrael v'shayim gemurin broshana, em broshashana, and all of Am Yisrael were bad. Paskulam kshavim atuim. So the psak din min hashemayim was not much rain for the coming year. Then they did tshuva by Yom Kippur. And so now the Gemara takes the position that you can't add to the rain. The Gemara was already set on Rosh Hashanah. How much rain they're going to get, or how little? Baruch Hu brings that little rain, but he puts it on the part of the land that needs it at the right time. Sometimes it can be bad. Israel was doing okay in Rosh Hashanah. They were good. And the Minashamayim, the Psak was lots of rain. And then they went bad, and by Yom Kippur they were already not as good. You can't give them less, they were at Xerab. How much are they going to get? But God just dumps all of that extra rain on a land that doesn't need it at a bad time. Now, but in the first case, when they were Shaim and they did Shuva, and it's the Tzibor, they should rip up the Gzardin and give them more rain. So based on what you said, that the Tzibor can call at any time, even after Gzardin and rip it up, what happened here? The answer is, here there's another solution. God doesn't have to change the Gzardin. There seems to be some interesting cosmology here, or, or metaphysics, that God can change the Gzardin, but it's a lot better if he doesn't, and if it's possible to resolve things without doing so, that's better. 
Toshma, we have the uh, passage in the famous pair of Kuv Zayin, which is the source of Yerchat HaGomel, etc., that whole passage about the seagoers. If you look in a Sefer Tilim, you will see that there's upside down nuns right in that section and that section only. Just like Simaniot in the Torah. To tell you that they're crying out doesn't always work. It's a limitation. If they cried out before the Xardin, then they're saved. If they call out after the Xardin, it's too late. Which means that Seabor can't call out after Xardin and won't, won't help. The answer is, These guys on the boat, they're not at Seabor. There are a few individuals. So as individuals, Xardin really is final. Toshma. Shala bluria giorat and rangamliel. So this giorat, that's rangamliel. Ketiv b'torat chem. In your Torah, it says, Asher lo yisafanim. God does not show favor. But the Bechad Kwanim is, God should show favor. This we already had in Brachot Tafchaf, <coughs> with the issue of Bechat Amazon. Here I had a different answer. Paul Rabbi Yossi HaKohen. So Rabbi Yossi HaKohen, a student of Gamliel, said, I'll give you an example. A man is a creditor coming after another fellow for Mamaneh. And in the presence of the king, he said, by this date I'll bring it to you. And he took an oath by the life of the king that he'd pay back. The time came, he didn't pay it back. So he came to first appease the king that he'd taken the king's name in vain, as it were. The king said, My shame, I forgive you. But now pay the guy back. Now you got to appease him. God will show you favor and will forgive you if it's between you and God. But if it's between you and man, you got to make up with him and God will not show any favor. But Rabbi Kiva then interpreted it differently and said, Before the Gzardin, God favors you. Afterwards, no Nisiyot So the answer is that's also talking about a Yachid and a Yachid. Really, the Gzardin is the end. But that's actually Two people go to bed, not together, go to bed, and they have the same disease. Two people go up to the gallows and they have the same conviction. One guy comes out alive, one guy isn't hanged, and the other guy dies, or the other guy is killed. So why did one guy make it, one guy didn't? One of them prayed and was saved. The other one prayed and wasn't answered. So why was one guy answered? Why was was one fellow answered, one not? The one prayed a full-hearted, sincere tefillah was answered. The other one didn't pray properly or fully. So that means our mayor says, even at the last minute, tefillah could help even a yachid. Once the Zardin is there, you can't. So that's the Machloket We saw this already. Yitzhak says it's good to pray even after the Zardin. So the first issue was is it true that Zardin for Yachid is final? Machloket. Is it really true that Zardin of the Tzibur can be uh, revoked? In Yirmiyahu, in two passages, it says, 
that you could you could wash your heart from evil. And the other one is, no matter how much you wash with lie, uh, your sin is, uh, is permanently there. So you can't wash it out. So my love, isn't that before and after Gzardin? After Gzardin is too late. And that's talking about Am Yisrael, it's Zibor. Both after Gzardin. If God makes Gzardin an oath, finished. The stain is forever. If there's no oath, then you could retract it for the tzibur could. If God makes a gzardin and takes an oath, if that's how it's going to be, you can't change it. In that famous passage in the first devoir that Shmuel gets, he says, I have taken an oath that Eli will not be able to atone for their sins, with korbanot, no matter what it is, it's for, it's permanent. And the gzardin against Eli and his household, that they'll all die young, and they will be uh, distanced from the kunah, is is done. Yeah, they can't be forgiven with with uh, korbanot, but yes, with Torah. So Rava said that they get kapara through Torah. Abaya said Torah and gedul chasadim. And now, interesting thing, Rabbah Vabaye, Rabbah, of course, was Rabbah's nephew, they were Kohanim, and they were descendants of Eli. Rabbah the Asik B'Torah, Rabbah was well known for his uh, diligence in the study of Torah. He lived 40 years. Remember, he died young, and Rav Yosef took over for him. Abaye the Asak B'Torah, G'nud Chasadim, Abaye was involved also, in Chesed, lived 60 years. Even though the descendants of Eli, because of the chesed, he was able to outlive Rabbah. There was a family in Shalayim, and all the people used to die at the age of 18. They told Maybe you are from the descendants of Eli. Most of your men will die as young men. Go study Torah, you'll live. It worked. They used to call themselves the Rabbi Yochanan family in honor of Rabbi Yochanan saved the family. How do we know that the public's Zardin is never sealed? It's always revocable. Here we have that the sin is a permanent state in Yirmiyahu. Even though it's sealed, that's what it means, it can be ripped open. There is none like our God that whenever we call out to him, he answers, even after Gmardin. It says, seek out God when he's found, which means there's only some times that you can call out. The answer is, that's the individual. Anytime. So when is the time to call out to God, specially for the individual? So seek out God when he is found. When is he found? In the story of Naval and Abigail, after Naval had his big party and Abigail stopped David from coming and massacring them, the next day after he woke up from his drunk drinking party, she told him what happened and Naval had a stroke or an attack and he was comatose for 10 days and then he died. Why so I mean by why ten days? The ten little sips that Natan that uh, that Naval gave to David's messengers when they came up, and that was all he gave them, 
So he got an extension of 10 days to his life. No, this represents the 10 days, or was the 10 days, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim. Would make sense, because Chagagay's was the celebration, is actually early in the summer, but could be uh, that. Okay, the Mishnah said, Rosh Hashanah, Kobay Olam, Vrin, Fanav, Kibnei Ron. My Kibnei Maron. When we studied the Mishnah, I said, well, explain Kibnei Maron. There's several explanations. Hacha Targimu, here in Babel, we say, Kibnei Imarna. Imarna means sheep, so it's like they all pass for them like sheep. It's like a very steep hill, Beit Maron, where they come down one at a time. It's like the soldiers all marching in line. They're all seen in one shot. God forms their hearts together and understands all of their deeds. My kamar, what's the pasuk saying? In the machgamar de baran hu lekuli alma miyachli baruk adari that God created them together and puts their hearts together, unifies their their intent and their wishes. Chazin alav hachi, we see it's not true. Machgamar yotzer yoroeh yachli bam yotzer yachli bam means the yotzer, the creator, sees their hearts together and understands all of their intents and all of their thoughts as one shot. Okay, we'll pick it up with the next mishnah on the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.